Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. It is time to talk with our Texas Rangers insider, Jared Sandler. Good afternoon, sir. Guys, it is awesome talking to you. I just had a great conversation with Reggie. He might be my favorite person, like when I come on shows and I get to talk to people for like a minute or so going into it. Reggie's easily number one. Alex, Alec and Ruben are, you know, they're they're getting there, but that's the best like warm up conversation I can have is with Reggie. So I asked you this in spring training and we didn't actually get to have the conversation because I think it was something to the effect of what's the deal with Justin Foscue? And your response was a very logical, like, how so? What do you mean? And so my more thought out question is, how is Justin Foscue progressing? And what do you think his short and long term fits are in the organization? Well, he looked good when. You know, he was up in big league camp, and I'm sure he'll, you know, maybe uh, get back in a game or two, uh, you know, even though he's down in minor league camp. Their game starts in, I think, four days, so maybe we'll see him, uh, you know, sometime this weekend. Uh, but, you know, he looked good at the plate. He, he can hit, and he actually, you know, I saw him in a B game the other day. He made a really nice play up the middle at second. Second is definitely his best defensive position. Uh, they're going to, you know, really try and work him out at third. That's not a strength of his right now. And I would say that, you know, it's, it's maybe even a little bit of a weakness if you were to stick him over at third, but for someone like Foscue and and any of these infielders, you know, they're not silly. You know, they can look and see that half a billion dollars is committed up the middle and that's not, you know, changing anytime soon. And uh, the top position player prospect is a third baseman. And so, you know, the best thing that those guys can do is just, and, and Mike can speak to this. you, play your tail off and you know you get traded to a good situation or there's an injury you know he's close enough to where if there is an injury he could be the you know something were to happen to Marcus Simeon he's the next guy up but uh that's that's it's just tough to envision a future uh with him you know in a Rangers uniform because of the circumstances uh but that doesn't mean he's not going to be able to help this this ball club and you know in the way of a trade and again who knows with an injury what sort of a role he might play, uh, you know, this year or, or, you know, before the Rangers do decide on on moving on from him. Well, and just I know this is reference to when I was coming up with the Cleveland Indians is we had a dude named Jim Tomei, who was the first baseman. Never heard of him. And in AAA, <laughs> there was a have. dude named he's a Hall of Famer. Gosh. And then there <laughs> was a guy named Richie Sexton in AAA and a guy named Sean Casey. Uh, in double A as first baseman and they eventually which will probably happen to some of these Texas Rangers over the next six months to two years they're going to get traded 
and Richie Sexton got traded to the Milwaukee Brewers and Sean Casey got traded to the Cincinnati Reds for pieces that the Cleveland team needed to keep making the playoffs. And so for those guys, you just keep working hard. They're probably not going to be future Texas Rangers. To be honest, they're probably not going to play much for the Rangers unless there's injury. They're probably going to be used to get something that the Rangers need in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's you know the the benefit of having you know great depth is you feel like you can move on from these guys and you're not you know yeah maybe maybe you move on from someone and uh, they end up you know being great but you know this this organization isn't one trade away from now all of a sudden having no depth right, right. and so I think that helps but you're right uh, now I'd also bring up Gavin Lux and this is a, a one off example and not every organization has an example like this because you know organizations don't always just hold on to their guys, but how many, you know, how many times the last few years, you know, have we thought, well, the, uh, the Dodgers are going to trade Gavin Lux. They're going to make a big move at the deadline and they haven't. And then eventually, you know, they lose Corey Seager and then Trey Turner signs of the Phillies. And, you know, now it's finally his time, but obviously, you know, he gets hurt. Uh, I, it's not going to be the case with all these guys, but there might be a guy who just the Rangers don't, move and don't move and then something happens and there's an opportunity for him but it's not the opposite guys to your point the opposite was when i was with the phillies in 05 there's a guy named jim tomei once again who was the first baseman (laughs) yeah and they moved ryan howard out to left field and it looked very much like mike napoli playing left field for the texas rangers and ryan howard demanded a trade and they didn't trade him but then what happened is Jim Tomey got hurt. Ryan Howard went up, won the Rookie of the Year, and they traded away uh, Jim Tomey in the offseason. Uh, and even though Tomey was making not not Seager or Simeon money, but making good money. So it can, it can go the opposite direction, too, where you come up to the major leagues and you impress so much they decide to move the money player uh, out of that position. So let me move on to this uh, topic here, Jared. I saw this article about Josh Young and his defense at third base. If you were to say, this is what I've seen from Josh Young defensively at third base, can you give us an idea of what we're we're going to see there? Yeah, I would say my eyes and, and talking to some folks, I think he's solid. Uh, I don't think he's going to win a gold glove anytime soon. It doesn't necessarily look awesome when he throws the ball. Like, it's a very odd uh, release and it's almost like he's throwing a dart more than he's slinging a baseball, but he gets it there. I don't think he's got the strongest arm, uh, but it's an accurate arm. He's made some nice plays moving to his right towards the line and has been able to make throws from, you know, deep in the hole at third or, you know, straddling the line. So again, it's not Adrian Beltre over there throwing it, uh, but I do think he, uh, he's got a, a strong enough arm. And I remember last year, there were a few times he was challenged on, you know, rollers, uh, you know, weekly hit balls out his way. And he did a nice job, you know, being athletic and coming in on the ball and making a play. So I, I don't think you're going to look at Josh Young if you would take the, the full picture, uh, you know, over the course of a large sample and think, well, this guy's holding us back defensively. Uh, but I, I don't think he's, you know, on the verge of threatening for a gold glove either. And, and that's okay. But I do think defense is going to be an interesting conversation for the Rangers. I think they've got a chance to actually be really good in the outfield. Uh, but I'm curious to see what it looks like along the infield, especially with the new rules in place. Okay. And then, you know, they can always – I mean, the Rangers have been known for the last two decades. Mark Teixeira was a third baseman at Georgia Tech, became a gold glove first baseman. And Chris Davis was a third baseman who moved over to first base too. And obviously, uh, you know, did he win an MVP or did he finish second? I think- I think he finished 
second. Second. I think, yeah, but, yeah, I mean, those are two guys that the Rangers felt like third baseman, and they became everyday players in the major leagues as first baseman. Jared, I have this question on Davis Wenzel. Yes. I, I don't remember seeing him in spring training. I just, as you're talking, Josh Young, I'm like, I know they took the other Big 12 player of the year in that same draft in the second round. What has happened to Davis Wenzel and the Rangers organization? Yeah, you know, we've seen a little bit of him as a, a backup, as a just-in-case player this camp, which is, you know, kind of a, a step back from last year when he was in big league camp. Uh, I think a part of that is, you know, the the Rangers' strength in their system is along the infield, and a lot of those guys are now older, like Luis Angel Acuna and Jonathan Ornelas, and so those guys – got big league camp spots and there just there wasn't there weren't innings for Davis Wenzel you know unfortunately last year he dealt with injuries he's kind of dealt with injuries for a lot of you know his professional career and he didn't hit well you know I don't think anyone ever envisioned his path to the big leagues as a masher but you know he uh, he really struggled I think he had a gosh I think he flirted with I think he barely had over a 200 batting average across uh uh, you know, his two stops, it, it, he played, I think, in rookie ball for like a week or so on rehab, and then he spent the year in AAA and just didn't hit well. But he's still really, really good defensively and can still play three, I mean, I guess probably four positions defensively along the infield. Uh, second and third, I'd say, would be his best spots, but he can play short. So I think there's a path for him to the big leagues with a team. Don't think it's the Rangers. Uh, unless they just see him as like your Hanser Alberto type backup who's going to be really good defensively and whatever you get offensively is, you know, is a plus. But it's just tough to envision with all the young infield prospects the Rangers have him coming up and really have an impact to the Rangers. And unfortunately, I just don't know what the trade value is there at this point because it just hasn't really come together for him offensively. And, and some of that's probably because he hasn't had consistent playing time due to health reasons. Now, Jared, I think people know this about you. You're a sports fan across the board, but you do love you some college basketball, fair to say? Love it. Did you watch Arizona State and USC last night? So I watched the second half this morning. Uh, that game tipped pretty late for us here, and, and you know the way these days are, I'm usually out by 9.30. So I watched the second half this morning, uh, and not surprised. I mean, I don't. I actually don't think USC's – great i'm surprised they're going to be in the tournament my question uh, is actually yeah. about something different oh Jared. sorry okay yeah I, I know you probably didn't want my usc arizona well State i was just going to say so you're perhaps not familiar with the controversy from that game now what uh what controversy bill walton used oh, a word that starts with an m to describe little people that is derogatory and little people of america that association is demanding he apologized for that, just like they did to Jerry Jones when he said that on our show. Yeah, I, uh, you know, Bill Walton's heart is in the right place. Uh, I don't, I don't question the, uh, the heart, but I don't. I, it's not a surprise that he's not up to date with uh, political correctness on certain terms. Yeah, but since you brought up USC, UCLA, or since I brought it up, UCLA took a big hit with their loss of Jalen Clark. And I know yeah. a lot of people thought they were one of the best teams in the tournament. What do you think are their prospects now without him? Yeah, uh, I mean, they're going to need Amari Bailey to step up. But if you're looking to fill out your bracket, uh, the thing that they've got going for them, uh, even without Jalen Clark, who's, you know, a wing, I think he's a junior, 
good player, but you know, they've got a really good coach. I think Mick Cronin's a really good coach and they've got guys who have been there, Tiger Campbell and Jaime Jaquez, you know, they've, they've gone to, uh, they've got, you know, made deep tournament runs. Uh, so they're, I don't think like pound for pound, they're as talented as, as some of the other teams that are going to be on a similar seed line, but they've got the experience and there is such little experience. It seems like, uh, the, you know, in the top 10 in college basketball these days, cause it's so many guys who they're one or two and duns, uh, that could be, uh, valuable for them. But I, I just, guys, the PAC 12 is pretty weak. I could see Arizona making a run, uh, but I don't see UCLA or, or anyone in the PAC 12 really threatening for a final four spot. Appreciate the insight on all things sports. Good, sir. Jared Sandler brought to you by Sonic. Mmm. Good. Oh, oh my God. Thanks, Jared. See you guys. By the way, one more. East Carolina has played 22 and a half minutes of basketball, and they have 21 points. They're a nine seed. They're not in the conference tournament. They're not very good. Also, Houston is like a defensive powerhouse. And some people will tell you that is their favorite for the NCAA tournament. By the way, as long as we're talking about college basketball, Dick Vitale was offered the ability to call an NCAA tournament game by CBS. He said he appreciated it, turned it down because he only wanted ESPN on his broadcasting resume. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fans. Several more people have asked about it. We will dive back into the restructuring. Yes! I now Restructuring! <laughs> I, I now have more solid numbers about what the Cowboys did and yes! what this means for the future of Dak. Some of Zeke y'all aren't going to like it. We'll do that and Masterpiece of the Week next right here on The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through The Fan. We've got Masterpiece of the Week coming up in just a little bit, but some people have asked more questions about the restructures for the Dallas Cowboys. Some of them you are not going to like the answers to, and Mike... You will like the answer. Because I'm going to get 100 bucks from Gavin Dawson. What year did you say, Dak? He will still be the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys in 2026. I think there is a tremendously high opportunity for you to go ahead and cash that bet. All right. So here was the information as we understood is multiple sources are saying that the Cowboys restructured the deals of Zach Martin and Dak Prescott, both of which were expected that it would create about $30 million in cap space for the Cowboys. Although I did see a lot of people think that means now they had a surplus of 30 million. So I crunched the numbers on the fly and the best I understood Cowboys were $7 million under the cap. They restructured that puts you for 30 million. That puts you plus 23 minus the $10 million for Tony Pollard. That would put you at about plus 13. I know over the cap for the Dallas Cowboys has them at plus 14.7 right now. So I thought it was in the range of 13. They've got it at 14.7. So that is the amount of money because here's what always happens. And I hate breaking people's hearts. I just don't think this means what you think it means, right? Because as soon as we heard that, you saw people were like, okay, so, and like Adam Thielen got cut, which we talked about yesterday. They're like, okay, so they can get Thielen or Hopkins or I still think Odell Beckham Jr. is actually more realistic than any of that. But they can go Bobby get Bobby Wagner? Yeah. <laughs> yes, who's now talking with Seattle as well. They can go get all these players. And I thought, I just don't think that means what you think it means because you have to be under the cap by Wednesday. 
And so I think the Cow and Stephen Jones has told us in the past, Dak's contract was built with these kind of triggers that you flip the switches just for these reasons. And so if they go get, we've talked about it, DeAndre Hopkins, Bobby Wagner, like rock on. I am here for that, and I am not kidding you about that. I just don't think that's what these moves are for. So I know some people might try to conflate this with big-time moves, but I think it's to try to prepare for if they can do something with CeeDee Lamb right now or if they can, you know, go get Odell Beckham. I do still think that is a viable target. But here's the thing about how it works for Dak. Remember when we got the 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 changes is I said, I wonder what they did with Dak. If they just added more voidable years or what? They did not. They let you know. The Dallas Cowboys today let you know through at least the year 2025, Dak Prescott will be their quarterback. So 23, 24, 25. For three years, there's nothing they're going to do at quarterback which is fine with me. That but. that is, I'm just telling you my opinion. All right. Uh, I well here based off of the numbers. Be based off of the numbers. Here's the dead cap hit for Dak Prescott in 2025, 36 million dollars. So what they did was they remember I told you the next two years Dak Prescott was going to have a cap hit of 101 million dollars. His cap hit now for the next two years is $86, $87 million. They'll restructure it again next year. Yes, I guarantee you that's right. You know why? Because the next two years, his contracts were $49 and $52 million on the cap. I'm sorry if this is a lot of numbers. I'm trying not to bog people down. But it was $49 and $52 million on the cap. His new cap hit for this year, $27.3 million. Perfectly reasonable. I think we should all feel fine with that. His cap hit for 2024 is $59.4 million. Tell me right now, do you think in the year 2024, the Cowboys are going to take a $59.4 million cap number for Dak Prescott? No. Exactly. I don't know. I mean, Stephen Jones does like non-restructuring these contracts and really riding it out and then putting pressure on the player to perform well. And I know what you might be wondering, well, where the hell did all this money go? Why don't teams do this all the time? So in the two voidable years, if you remember the past, I told you that Dak's two voidable years still carried a $25 million hit. Guess what? Now they carry cap hits of 36 and 11 million dollars in years where he's not even under contract. So here's what's going to happen. Next year, they're basically I feel like the Cowboys are telling you, I'm not renegotiating this deal until next year. We'll see or we're giving him a contract extension until next year. But with the numbers the way they are, he is not leaving here until at least through the end of the 2025 season. So I just have one more year. When they restructure next year, then I'm locked in. And and that might be the case, because then they can restructure going into next year, which will guarantee he'll be here, or they'll give Dak Prescott a contract extension. Whatever the case might be is Dak was locked here for two years. Now I believe Dak is locked here for three years. And that's basically what restructuring does, because it's the same thing with Zach Martin is Dak Prescott, excuse me, Zach Martin was locked here for two years. Now he's locked here essentially through 2025. 
Now, he's been playing really well, so that's not as alarm. So, Reggie, I had this uh, take the other day. I think the next time you have to worry about the Dallas Cowboys quarterback situation, as in Dak might not be the guy, is 2029. Oh, boy. Okay. That's pretty you know, far into this. I just don't think that Jerry and Steven care at all to mess with good. And I do think that we're going to get to about his age 37 until they start going, maybe we need to start thinking about another quarterback. Wow. Yeah, that's – I don't know that I'd go that far, but I understand your logic, and I think that's a fair uh, assessment of this thing. And I would probably say at least – Five more years. I think five more years because... So you think at 35 they yeah, can start thinking age? Maybe and- 34, 35 because I just know like an extension, I would assume that the Dax team would want to go a little shorter. And so he's going to be 30 before the season starts. So if you did a two-year extension, he would be a free agent again by 34, which I know is old for many football positions. Sometimes, though not always, quarterback can give you a few more years. So I wonder if they would do a two-year extension to kind of give him maybe one more shot at getting paid. But basically, the Cowboys are not going to pay Dak for or take a $47 million cap hit after Dak is gone. So what this is telling you is he's going to be here through, I believe, at least 2025, and then the same thing for Zach Martin through at least 2025. Because whenever you restructure these deals, the money doesn't just magically go away. It's almost always an extra year of that player. That's why Zeke is still on this team. Because the last time they restructured him, they gave him 2022. Otherwise, he would have been gone last year. Then again, I think he should be gone going into this season, and the Cowboys are still trying to figure this out. So I think that money was to get under the cap and maybe go after Odell Beckham. If you have higher aspirations, I hope they're right because I love the Cowboys. I just don't think they are. All right, I heard everything you said. Can we get to list, list this? Let's I'm, do masterpiece of the week. I'm already tired she of said list, list this. What's happening, gentlemen? I'm excited for this. I've been waiting for this since 9 a.m. Fantastic. I have no guarantees. Um, this oh, yeah. is You're not vouching for Joey. I, I think Joey does a great job. Really, I'm not vouching for y'all necessarily. Because, again, oh. this segment isn't really made by the person in this seat who plays the clips. The segment is Masterpiece of the Week in which we revisit some of the audio that you guys say over the course of the last week or two on That's this program. True. So it's really about y'all and what y'all bring to the table. So how you feel about that? Perfect. I'm nervous. Cool. Um, I said everything good this week. It's all Kevin and Corey, baby. You know what's fair? Mike might not be wrong. There is there is uh, maybe the least amount of Mike that I remember in doing this over the last, I don't know, few months. So, Kevin, you know what that means. Crap. That's right. Um, Kevin with a very impassioned stance here. Let's not kill Kevin's dream. All right, this is Kevin's dream here. Nobody's against you. I'm against it because he's saying (laughs) an octopus can play more notes than a human can. Because an octopus has three hearts too, Mike. The heart doesn't help you play a piano. Oh my God! Have you you ever heard music before? The heart helps you play an instrument. Stevie Wonder, right? Yeah. I stand. What kind of question is that? I stand by all of that. You have to have like. Just it, how many times do you hear somebody go, oh, that musician put their whole heart in it? An octopus has three hearts. Like, oh, you're going to hear something you can't even conceive of. But did you really ask Mike this? God, have, have you, you ever, ever s- heard music before? <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes 
Sometimes you gotta wonder that, right? I feel like Mike has heard some part of a version of every song ever because he'll re-sing it. That's right. <laughs> That's be- I'm like, how could you possibly? You have sat here and been terribly annoyed at Mike singing all sorts yeah. of music or rapping, like today rapping. on G Bag Nation. You wanna be a baller? Wear a shock collar. That's right. right. I cannot wait to hear the more specific rules of that. But yeah, round one coming up in the four o'clock hour. Round two coming up at the five o'clock hour for the shock collar challenge trivia extravaganza. You don't want to miss it. Mike, what's your favorite song? Of all time? Sure. Sleepwalk. I don't know. Do you have a favorite song of all time? No. Yes. What's your favorite song? There's a lot of great songs. There's a lot of bad songs. Sleepwalk by Santos and Johnny. It's not a real song. It is a real song. I guarantee you, you heard it, you'd know it. It's probably in some crazy movie that nobody watches. Did you watch <laughs> that, that? Is a fair point. Did you watch that Megan movie where it was like that? that movie is awesome. I've heard that. I need to watch. You it. should watch it. It is tremendous. That is so scary looking. <laughs> I, I do not want to watch. It's any part really of that. good. It is really good. Is it like Chucky for girls? Kind of, but it's a little different because it has like a protective element to it too. Okay. It's not just pure chaos. Scary. Fantastic. Um, it's really good. And you haven't I'll, seen Cocaine Bear yet? No, this weekend. I'm hoping. Bear Although, guys. if you want to talk about pure chaos, that's how you could describe some segments of this show. And I feel like this might have been one of those. Like all the, little, all the little white marshmallows, they were all swimming. Are those, those are sperm people? <laughs> that, wow. That might get my vote. That's that's you two working together for that, a dozen years. That's because Corey said that Rihanna's halftime show was the reproductive process, and I guess I had not heard that or realized that or I don't, wherever the truth lies. And so that was my next. I thought a logical follow-up question like that. It it sounds it sounds bad. Yeah, I'm it glad does. you hear it. I am glad you hear it. It does. Um. Sheesh. But also, in addition to music, this show is a uh, specializes in geography. Brazil. Paraguay, Bogota, Colombia, Uruguay, Lima, Peru. How many Aguays are there? <laughs> that is a solid geography question. How many Aguays are there? There's Mark Aguay. That's mm-hmm. Mark yep. Aguay. That's, that's not that a good sports. Count it. Um, there's Mark Maguay. Because there's Paraguay, Uruguay. I don't. I don't know there's the Bogota, answer. Bogota, Colombia, uh-huh. Again, Peru. I don't think that's how it's said. That's <laughs> nope. What? You know it's Bogota, right? Oh dang it! That's why I failed Spanish. <laughs> because because the answer for one of these countries he goes well that's Mark Aguirre right there. <laughs> Your teacher's like I actually failed it by learning a very good life lesson. I cheated off a person who had moved from Mexico and knew Spanish perfectly, <laughs> and I didn't. And so when they looked at my paper, they're like, "This is like a perfect Spanish paper. We're not even learning these things. How do you know this?" And I was like, "Ah, uh, you know, I knew like Comir, and I just wanted to put a you know a." A different thing on the end of it. Uh, I didn't really know what I was doing, but it worked out perfectly, didn't it? And they're like, you're lying. And I was like, here's the deal. (laughs) I am lying. I cheated off the person who just moved here and didn't know that he knew Spanish perfectly. And so I fail. Yeah, you got it. If you're going to cheat, cheat realistically. That's a great point. That's the lesson that you should take away. I don't know if that's the only lesson. Maybe just don't cheat. But I guess 
the next lesson. I never lesson, cheated again on a paper or class or anything the rest of my life. And okay. I also had to go every Sunday to Spanish tutoring, uh, which it helped out. I mean, it made me pass, which yeah. was good. Okay. I like that he says made me like it was Yeah. It was not something he wanted to do, but I guess I got to pass. Um, Kevin, what the hell are you talking about? By the way, the Houston Rockets owner, Tillman Fertitta, is involved in the bidding process as well. So keep an eye out on that. All right. Aren't frittatas like some sort of egg or something? Yeah, to make a frittata. But that's it's not Taylor Egg. It's <laughs> that's not, Tillman. Till, Tillman Egg. Reggie. <laughs> it wasn't. I, I love Reggie being like, Hey, my biggest issue with what you just that's said right. is Tillman. You got the wrong name. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not Tillman Egg. That we, was accurate. We all three ganged up on you right there. Which is pretty much what always <laughs> happens on this show, I feel like. Except for baseball talk earlier where I finally won. I won like that time. one the best right now, I think. I mean, sometimes we gang up on other folks. Sometimes it's like Mike. Hasn't also, he been like at a Super Bowl as like a professional mm-hmm. photographer yes. there? Yeah, and he's he was the six eleven dude I, photographing people. I think he was shooting the Eagles. What was that year. word? He was shooting <laughs> photographer. Yeah, um, photographing. <laughs> yes. But yeah. I, I would want because you're be... in the current state. It's not <laughs> photographist. With a D on the end. No, I understood. <laughs> You're, I might have sound like an F on the end, but your encyclopedic knowledge of the English language never ceases to amaze. I feel like I should do the dictionary. I think there should there's Webster's and oh, there God. should be Bassics. Oh my God! I would read the Mike Bassick dictionary. Mine would make a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Photo, F O T O, photo, P H my butt. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't. PH is done. Mm-hmm. PH does not make the f- sound. Dead in these streets, PH. It makes pa sound. <laughs> Do any words start paha? No, none. That's okay. why PH is done. Okay. <laughs> okay. There will be no more yeah. PHs. Tough break for Pharrell. I'm really. Yeah, that's, a, that's with an F. <laughs> I'm super excited to hear more about Furrell. Are we pronouncing it fur like F U R, or mm-hmm. do you want to pronounce like fur? Like I feel F-E-R. like he should have a decision yep. in that, right? Rel R A L. Oh, R A L. Interesting. R A I L. Ooh. Rail. For rail. Like railroad. Uh-huh. For rail. I, I like know. it. No, I, that's it. Okay. We're doing that from now on. Basics Dictionary. Move over, Webster. You had your own show one time. Uh-huh. I got mine now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, how did we end up on he the sitcom Webster? He thinks the guy from Webster made the dictionary. <laughs> Is that right? Uh-huh. It's Webster's Dictionary. That's how, right. How would you spell dumb? D-U-M. Mm-hmm. Well, you never said B on it. You're dumb. Mm-hmm. You're dumb. D-U-M. Dum-dums. The sucker. Yeah. D-U-M, D-U-M. They got it right. Okay. That makes sense to me, actually. Right. R-I-T-E. Mm-hmm. G-H-T makes sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You made that up. We're going to take out all the makeups. Okay. What's right. next? Next. Okay, fantastic. I was like, look, I, I'm willing to hear as much of Bassick's dis- dictionary as he's willing to give us. Thank you. Um, Y'all said something different. I was very close. To, it's a Friday. I'm ready to go home. <laughs> uh, I wonder if that's how Kevin felt when he said this. 
you know what? I really need yep. the rest of my pants to get water so I can live. <laughs> Not often. Not often. Okay, but, but you know, if it did. But if you get the opportunity, you better do it. That was with a Rangers player. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, yeah. Play that again. You know what? I really need yeah. the rest of my pants to get water so I can live. <laughs> Not often. Not often. Okay, but, but you know, if it did. But if you get the opportunity, you better do it. Is that John Gray? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Because we were talking about, like, the arms on their sweatshirts look like they're zip away. That We talked about zip away pants and all that stuff and how that could be helpful out in the wild. That was fascinating. It sounded like you wanted, like, anthropomorphic pants that you would then give water. Is that the Darius Miles who used to knock his head that got indicted on murder charges? There's no way. It's, it's not the same Darius Miles. Now, I don't know if they're related. That's an interesting question. All right. Next. By the way, from the 214, it's just one person, but I just listened to Sleepwalk. It's brilliant. Thank you. That song is You brilliant. sing it. It doesn't have any words. <laughs> it's not a real song. It is a real, a real song. song. It just doesn't have any words. Nope. Oh, Darius Miles, Alabama. Got Okay. I just saw the bottom line, Darius Miles indicted for capital murder. And then I just thought of the yeah, no, LA I, Clipper. And I was like, whoa, but it's the Alabama guy who's probably going to prison. What was the I sound would... that Darius Miles used to make? Dude who used to play for the Clippers? Oh, did I have one that I did? I was hoping that you remember. It's okay. I just remember. Hey, head. <laughs> I hit one. Head. Quentin. Where you at? Quentin Richardson. You got my head? Mm. Corey McGetty. You got my head? Tick, tick, tick. <laughs> What the hell was that noise? We made three. <laughs> they could never win three games in a row. <laughs> oh, God. Are we going to have to bleep that one? I think so. I don't know what. Would you like to vote now? Uh, yeah. Is that a bad word? It sounded like you did. Um, He's making a noise. I am going to vote for Corey's important geography question of the day. Brazil. Paraguay, Bogota, Colombia. Not Uruguay, from Lima, Peru. How many Aguays are there? It's a fair question. Wait, the way that Mike says that, he sounds almost like a King of the Hill character. Listen to it one more time. Brazil. Paraguay, Bogota, Colombia. I can't put my finger on it, but he sounds like a cartoon character. Anyways, Mike, you got one you want to vote on? I feel like it was a tandem of you two guys. Oh, no, it's all three of us ganging up on Kevin, and he decided to go with the Furtada egg. By the way, the Houston Rockets owner, Tillman Fertitta, is involved in the bidding process as well. So keep an eye out on that. All right. Aren't frittatas like some sort of egg or something? Yeah, to make a frittata. But that's it's not Taylor egg. <laughs> it's... <laughs> That's that Tillman. Till, Tillman egg. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I was about to correct myself when you said Tillman. By the way, multiple La Bamba fans weighing in that they also like the song Sleepwalk. Thank you very much. La, 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 la Bamba. That, okay, but that is not that song. There's but words yes, in that. That, mm-hmm, that is not the song I'm talking. There it is, Dale Gribble. He does sound like Dale Gribble in that. Thanks. I really knew that. What? From King of the Hill? I don't know their names. They're okay. cartoons. I don't like watching cartoons <laughs> as like, That's humans. That's why you still call it the Bart Simpson <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah. All right. You uh, vote, Reggie? Like all the, little, all the little white marshmallows, they were all swimming. Are those, those are sperm swimmers. people? <laughs> all right. See if Carter wants to break the tie. We have me. Hang it. Me again. And then Corey. How did Mike get away scot-free in this? Because he was not photographing people. Yep. 
That's an outrage. Does Thank Carter you. have a vote? Carter's out. Well, I could see Carter right there. He doesn't have a vote. See? Oh, Told you. Dear God. He's going to listen to Sleepwalk. We're the KNC Masterpiece. Okay, I'll get your feedback. Coming up next, let's chit-chat with the fellas from the G-Bag Nation about that shot collar. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. It's time for our chit-chat with the G-Bag Nation, courtesy of DNM Leasing. Gentlemen, how is you today? Doing terrific, Higgy. It is kind of odd hearing Reggie back with you guys. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, but we're just so used to him with the get right. Hey, Reggie. He's fantastic on the get right last night. Yeah. Just here to annoy Kevin. Now, <laughs> doing a good job, does, buddy. That's why we're all here, man. Feel like <laughs> this, the, I really do feel like that's the case at times. So we were Please just talking guy. about this. It's not a for sure, for sure, but y'all have a bet about Dak being the quarterback in 2026. I think the restructure today pretty much locks him in through 25. Though I do still think what the Cowboys will do, they're like, all right, now we'll do the extension. I could see him being here for much longer. The take I had on this was Dak's here through 25 and so is Zach Martin. What were y'all thinking about this restructure? And it's to get you under the cap, not to go get a bunch of players, which is what people are hopeful of. Just to get you the break-even point there. Yeah. Although yeah. now I think you have 13, 14 million in space. Very nice. That's exciting. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Unless Zach Martin decides he wants to retire before then, yeah, I would imagine both these guys are going to be on the roster. Mike McCarthy is going to be the the quickest and easiest scapegoat if things go haywire with the offense and with sense. the team. Uh, and then I would imagine it would just be, okay, boom, we have our Mike McCarthy replacement and Dan Quinn. That's much easier in Jerry's mind than – Where's our quarterback? Uh, where's our quarterback to to follow Dak Prescott? So yeah, I imagine. And with the way, especially if they just kept it as a restructure and yeah. they didn't do an extension, I, I don't know. I mean, like at some point, his cap so, number with the cap going for up, Dak or Zach or Mark. for for Dak. Okay, so here's the deal for Dak right now. So essentially, on the two voidable years, you take hits of thirty six million, which you can just take that hit straight away. So. If you wanted to get out of after 2024, you do the post-June 1st, you take an $18 million hit. That year, an $18 million hit the year after. That just does not seem like the Cowboys' typical MO. So I think they're going to roll that voidable year into the extension in 25. Because now his cap hit in 2024 is $59 million. Yeah. There's no way in hell no way. they're going to do that. So I think they might just... That's going to be the reboot point. I just wonder how long that extension ends up being, right? I think that I could see Dak going with a shorter extension, and I yeah. wonder just how annoyed maybe Dak's getting. Like, I don't – I, I kind of 
could feel Dak behind closed doors being a little bit like, eh, oh, got him! Oh, you got Ring shocked! Wrong! You got Wrong shocked! Answers. Oh, stop this! Where is it? Oh, 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 oh my off, God! Mr. Sparky. Oh, you still going? Oh, oh no! He... Oh. Coming up in the four oh, and five o'clock hour today, Hagee. Questions that what will thing? shock you. You give the wrong answer. Oh. You get shocked. The winner wins immunity for our uh, G Bag NBA Survivor Challenge. Oh, yeah. so you went those full are five. That was a challenge. full five. Those Eric. are high stakes. Not nice. Who's your? Who do you think is going to take it down? Who just did that to him? Chiafologist did that to him. Or did I? Yeah. I thought it was you, Mike. I don't think it's long enough for Broadus to have shocked him, but yeah, he shocked the hell out of him. I don't know who's going to win. It's it's a pretty unique structure of this game. We'll have a questioner or and an answer, or both teammates could wear Mr. Sparky's and go back and forth. So I'm not even sure who my partner's going to be yet. If my partner's Broadus, I guarantee I won't win. He can't. He can't. You know, give good answers. I have terrible answers. I'll give terrible answers and. I'm no. not doing this. I'm not doing the shocky thing. I don't want way. to be paired with Brian. No, I'm not doing the shocky thing. I don't want to be anywhere. Near I will you, do. Eric. I will let you, everybody slam sure. eggs on my head. I will do yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. No. So I'm, you no. you can wear the shocker Ugh. thing and win immunity, or you can be the questioner and avoid Uncle Sparky this yeah. So you could theoretically yeah. just keep getting the questions right. Yeah. You're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Or what did yeah. he get yeah. wrong? Go down in flames. You, yeah. uh, nothing really. Chief just, just didn't like his oh. opinion. Yeah. I think I just wanted yeah. to let yeah. the people he said know Dak what was the deal good. was. Yeah. 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 There's plenty of people around here. Anything else we need to know for the show? Though that's in the 4 o'clock and the 5 o'clock. That's a hell of a tease. Sorry, Wolf. Pure gold as always. Thanks for asking. Looking forward to it. Roll home with the G-Bag Nation. Get to see how on the game Lucius is because there's going to be the drop button needed. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Or the dump button needed. Absolutely. Say hi to me at the Dallas Card Show. I'm headed there right now. Me too. You going there too? Out in Allen. I will be there. Is Brandon coming? Over time. Over time. He's not. He's at a state competition right now. Over time. I'm going to try to sell cards. We'll see how it goes. All right. Roll home with the G-Bag Nation. Corey will be back on Monday. KNC, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here on 105 Through the Fan. Good night, Kevin. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.